0: It was a lot of
1: people's introduction to horror and stuff as well. And to be associated with that, is it it's incredible. It's, it's super cool. And I think you're right, the synergy between what we're doing with Salem and that works perfectly. It's, you know, our logo was a, I was a little knife for ages as well, which is really funny considering <laughs> the content of the film.
0: Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here from Rock Sound. Now Salem have a track on the brand new Scream movie and I'm delighted to say that on the line right now we have Mr. Will Gould himself to tell us all about it. How are you, Will?
1: Hello mate, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. Thank you very much. It's a really weird, surreal thing. I've got a, a theatre across from my apartment and they're playing <laughs> like there's a Scream film with, with a, a Salem song in it, which when you think about the beginning of the pandemic when that band didn't even exist, it's so odd that <laughs> that's happening.
0: <laughs> such a what it feels so right though, doesn't it? It's Such a wild, wild ride, and you know, a project like that that totally came out of a labor of love in the pandemic to then have a big moment like this is so so exciting. And let's let's kind of start with, I guess, the sort of boring, businessy side of it. But realistically, for people who may not know, how does something like this happen? How do you end up with a song like this being in a massive film like that?
1: Well, weirdly enough, it was nothing to do with me at all. Um, it was all to do with uh, with Matt. Um, Matt, uh, the other half of Salem, uh, was friends with the director. Um, and uh, when he started this new band with me, um, what I was told was that, uh, that he, he heard the record and loved the record and, and uh, wanted to use it. It was always going to fit perfectly. It's like a horror punk band that fits perfectly with this movie I'm making. And it happened to be the new screen movie. So it's like completely fell into our lap. really. Um, we did like Matt. Matt went did it and did a, a, a reworking of it, and um, and we had uh, I guess vocal colleague um, from America drop, drop a vocal on it as well and we get a duet. And uh, but we, we had to we were kind of like un, under an NDA for a while, so we, we weren't allowed to say anything about it to anyone. And on the day it like came out, so I kept getting tagged in things, and I was like I was wondering how long it was going to take people to figure out what was going on before we could really mention anything. um and I remember getting the assets through for it, like from Paramount. Um, that was weird as well. You know, I'm used to like record labels sending you around a Dropbox full of things. But when it's the Paramount Pictures thing, and it's just, it was just like a library full of uh, kind of ad mats and graphics and videos and trailers and things. And I was like, this is crazy. It's a completely different world, isn't it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that is totally surreal. And it came through because Matt knows the director from punk rock in UK punk from years and years ago. Um, so it's all kind of come quite organically. Um, But it's still... Pretty bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, but also, like I what what a perfect fit because, you know, as you, you just referred to it yourself, it's a horror punk band. And you can see it in your imagery throughout these last couple of EPs and on the tour dates and stuff. Yeah, you're clearly channeling that energy that's indebted to that area of horror. And I love the fact that it's the Scream franchise in particular, which has definitely got a bit of theatricality about it because it's very tongue-in-cheek and self-referential. But you know, it's got that kind of edge to it. You must be delighted to have an association with something like that. that I presume is a world you're kind of a
1: fan of anyway. Oh yeah, like the original like Wes Craven uh, film, the very first one, like uh I remember I remember getting it from Blockbuster um like back in the day and having a, a school sleepovers and watching. That was like the, the talk of uh well you know it became one of those films, didn't it? That's kind of synonymous with um like a teen slasher film. It was like parodying all the other teen slasher films. But at the time everyone was so scared of it. It was like you'd get Halloween and uh Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, like all, all of that stuff and, and Creepshow and stuff. And you'd all sit around and watch them uh, uh, on, on, and try and scare each other. Watch The Exorcist and stuff. But that was like the one I can remember being like a, a modern film that was kind of, of, of almost my era, the very first one. That was kind of, uh, obviously it was parodying a lot of the other stuff, but it was our film. And so, um, so I have like strong memories of that as a, as a child. And, and as you know it was a lot of people's introduction to horror and stuff as well. And to be associated with that that so is is incredible. It's it's super cool. And I think you're right. The synergy between what we're doing with Salem and that works perfectly. It's you know our logo was a I was a little knife for ages as well, which is really funny considering <laughs> the content of the film. Um. So yeah, it it, it it seems like it all lines up really nicely, and um, yeah, it feels feels really right. Which is a you, you wouldn't you wouldn't ever imagine something like that would happen, but when it does, you're like, ah. Oh, yeah it kind of all fits together you know
0: yeah it definitely makes a lot of sense and we should mention on the track itself It's of course it's called fallout of love and people will have already heard it on the ep we'll talk about the kind of reworkings in a second but just in terms of that original writing of that song uh i know you had a lot of different inspirations in terms of the sound you wanted to achieve there but just tell me a little bit about writing and working on that original version of the track in the first place
1: well, that it was written in uh, at a period of time. Cooper were doing Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. Uh, I was in Southampton, and Matt was uh, the guitar tech for Creeper. He just asked. He was like, "Do you want to blow some steam while you've been writing all these kind of uh, these tricky arrangements in LA, and write something that you know that that was kind of like the the, the core stuff we grew up with, you know? Um, for me, it was like Alkaline Trio and uh, the Bouncing Souls and it saves the day and bands like that, you know. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we went, went we went over and we wrote the the whole EP in about an hour. Like it was it was easy stuff. It was, it's stuff that we know so well, and it was stuff that we grew up with. Um, and so yeah, it, it really really just came together super quickly. And, and like the the songs were all about my now girlfriend. Um, and uh, yeah, they just, it all came together super super quick. I mean, I mean the thing was it's so funny like the success that the project has had um i remember speaking to you about it when we very first started if you remember um and uh, because because it really wasn't supposed to be a thing at all it was like we 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 made that ep and then we sat on it for like ages it was was just we recorded it with neil kennedy at the ranch originally and it just was just in, in in i was so focusing on the creeper stuff that um i forgot all about it and then uh it it like this lockdown here, we put it out on and, and, and Roadrunner. I, I was oh, I've got this record, this kind of been sat on it with Matt. We put it out and people really like, it took people's imagination away a little bit, I suppose. And then people responded so well, we did a second one. And then we did that tour, which, is, which went on forever and ever and ever and ever. It was the longest UK tour of all time. <laughs> so I did that and, um, and yeah, it was, it was like, you know, like most of that, that tour was sold out and um, some really spectacular shows. And now this, which is, is just insane. I can't believe the growth of something that was really just a, a fun thing to do with my friend Matt, um, just, and, he, and he was doing to try and humor, to try and cheer me up when I was dressed out, you know?
0: <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way, isn't it? Just a little bit of fun, and you get some of that cool creativity that people could kind of latch on to. I'm glad you mentioned Alkaline Trio in there as well, because I don't know if you've seen, but they're on the soundtrack as well. To this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. A nice little extra bit of gizmet.
1: Yeah, it's really, really cool, you know, like um, and now all that's left for them to do is to tape Salem on tour, you know, um, and I right do across. hear that they're doing that Taking Back Sunday thing. I'm waiting for the phone to ring, you know.
0: <laughs> that would be an extra good addition, the kind of Triple Bill. <laughs> Very much enjoyable for that tour. Um, I want to mention, of course, you know, this is a slightly reworked version. And as you said, you've got Carly Hansen on there as a kind of additional vocal. Um, how did that come about? Is that someone that you've known for a little while there? No, you know what?
1: We didn't know Carly. I think it was uh, someone the director knew um and it it was suggested to us because it was like obviously like uh I think the nature of the movie and stuff as well uh it it kind of made sense to to do a duet almost and so uh, we were asked how we'd feel about doing that I was like absolutely like the thing about what I've learned in the last few years of doing the music I've been making and the things I've been associated with is experimenting and pushing your boundaries is always a really good thing to do I think it um often garners some really interesting results and even though it was something we had you know I'm used to doing duets with Hannah from Creeper and that's always been quite a fun thing but like something a duet on something this fast uh would sound like a really fun idea to me you know um it, it, it was like that Bouncing Souls song on um, how I spent my summer vacation you know uh there's a you know I, I love the idea of uh of toying around with that I thought that would be really fun and when uh Kylie sent over her, her vocal part and, and I heard the song for the first time Matt sent me a mix of the song I was just like wow this sounds great like it's uh is weirdly like, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think about that in your head, put that together. But the people who've heard it, because a lot of people haven't heard the song yet, unless you've seen the film. And the people who've seen the film, people have been going to the cinema now uh, on, on purpose, trying to record it on their phone to get that, uh, to get the version of the song, which I believe it comes out um, next week, I think. Um, so people don't have to wait much longer. But yeah, it's, uh, people, uh, people have been responding to her vocal and the kind of back and forth in a really positive way and, and uh, seeing it as a really fun thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really cool updated version. Also, Matt did some strings, uh, some string arrangements for it, um, which just makes it sound huge as well um, for that big kind of uh, epic um, outro. Um, so yeah, it's it's a different reworked version, but really, really cool. Um, and uh, Carly did a great job. It's, it's an, it was an honor to have her on it.
0: Yeah, a little bit cinematic. That's what you want. You want to have those strings, have those extra vocals, bring it up a notch for something like this, for sure. Um, You also mentioned the tour there, the never-ending tour. I do want to mention that because, I mean, it must have been lovely to be able to not only take out a project like this, that, of course, you've been having so much fun with and be able to put it out there on the stage. But, you know, live shows in general, as we all know, and doesn't need to be said, they've been scarce of late. So being able to get out there in front of a crowd again with these new songs and new projects, that's got to kind of be quite energising in a way, I'd imagine.
1: It was. You know, what's the funny thing was uh, at the, the, the tour was like a month long tour. We did it on purpose because it was supposed to be, you know, us coming out of the pandemic, uh, trying to um, trying to get out to small venues and try and put, get people to come out and support independent venues. And so we're trying to book as much as we could. And then we began doing it. And I was like, this is going on. You know, it was really fun. And every day was fun. But I was like, Jesus. Just after uh, two years I've been sat inside, I haven't, I haven't played that much in ages and ages and ages. And um, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. There's so much stuff happened. Um, but like so many things would happen at the beginning of the tour. And then like within a couple of weeks, you'd have forgotten all about the stuff that had happened. There was one day in Nottingham uh, where because I was used to having, I've been like kind of babied in Creeper and, but for somewhat on, on touring where like, I'll have like, like my, my tour manager would take my mic up before I got on stage and, and I would put it in a place where I know where to find it and stuff like that. And so I didn't even consider, like, I went, I went to dinner with my girlfriend in Nottingham um, before the show. And I came in and I said, the mic taped. And our tour manager then was like, oh, yeah, the sound guy's done it. And I came out and uh, we started playing the show. And the show was great. The kids are amazing. Um, and I spanned the mic out, uh, like, 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 like swing the mic out. And the guy, the sound guy, I'd only taped the tiniest amount of tape on the end. And my mic flew off into the crowd but like dude it was awful it was so bad I, like my heart like stopped it's never happened before because normally it's like taped slow up slow motion spinning
0: just over those um, it
1: was like a, it was like a torpedo. It's kind of spiled up <laughs> and so luckily it went up into a balcony and like uh, oh, wow. it, i mean good like, shot like it, it, i know i know like i was lucky it was like kind of on the upstroke really but like uh <laughs> It was funny, went up into the balcony and uh, it was one of the mics that I used for Creeper. It was quite expensive uh, guy as well, but it went up and it was just completely dead, like completely fuck the mic, it was completely gone. But Mm. uh, yeah, so we almost had a casualty there, like there was loads of stuff that happened. But um, it was really, really good fun Um, and watching people really respond to the songs. And it was cool as well, because a lot of the time with Creeper, like uh, where the shows, in this country at least, where the shows are a little bigger, there's like like we were doing more theatrical um, moments like we did in in, in December, um, but uh, with with this project it was like really rough and ready, uh, uh, like a real kind of uh, a true punk show really. And um, being out with James and Nicole Gun were amazing is amazing as well. So uh, yeah, we, we had, it was it was like a really old school tour. And uh, yeah, by by the time I got home, I just was I had to sleep for like two days straight. But other than that, it was it was very fun.
0: Yeah, no, nice thing to be able to do there, man, for sure. And uh, it begs the question, I'll kind of leave you on this, Will. Um, you know, you're clearly having fun with it. You've clearly, you know, when you did the first EP, the response was so good, you did a second EP. Is this something you're thinking about continuing even further? Have you been thinking about new ideas for for Salem in particular moving forward?
1: Well, it's it's been a difficult time because there's so much going on at the moment. I've only just got back from that the, the Creeper run last uh, last month where we, we had to try and work out like a lot of stuff very quickly because of the mm. sudden cancellation. Um, but yeah, it's certainly something um, that would be very fun to do. It's just trying to carve out an amount of time to do it. Um, I live uh, away away from that. Uh, so to get down to Southampton, it's just, just trying to find timing. I'm sure we're definitely gonna do something with it. This has been a really, uh, this has injected a new Lisa life into it. And every time we do something with Salem, it seems like the, 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 the kids that really like this band um, really respond to it really heavily and really support it. So long as people keep doing that, like it, it's it makes it very fun to do anything. So um, yeah, I, I I definitely think we'll we'll carry on messing around with it. I just never saw it becoming this what it is already. You know, like, I I always assumed it would be, um, you know, it would just be a, a fun thing for an EP. I didn't even know if we'd do a show. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah no nice to see how it's grown man and congratulations on this obviously people will be able to hear that new version very very soon and uh yeah just take care of yourself in the meantime i look forward to seeing you for more of this and more creeper stuff as well later this year all right
1: thank you james take care of yourself as well